Welcome to The Crunch with Crib. I'm Jess, and each episode I'll be talking with some of WA's best real estate agents and business people to find out what makes them tick and what lessons they've learned on their journey to success. Matt McWaters has to be one of the nicest guys in real estate. Unassuming and modest, it's hard to tell he's dominated one of the most competitive pockets of Perth real estate for over 10 years. Recently opening his own agency, Harcourt's Empire in Wembley Downs, we got Matt in to chat about what drove that decision and how he stayed on top for so long. Matt, welcome to The Crunch. Thanks, Jess. Thank you very much for coming in and, and spending your time in here. So first things first, question I generally ask all of our guests is how did you get your start in real estate? Where did you come from? Um, my background was in air conditioning. I ran an air conditioning business um, after probably... 15, nearly 20 years of running that. I think I'd, I'd had enough of being in that construction-based industry, um, dealing with the, the issues relating to all of that. Real estate was always something I was interested in. I sort of did a little bit of double, bit of property um, back then with investments and subdivisions and the likes. Um, had a really good mate that was one of my best mates that's in, in real estate. He sort of encouraged me to get going. So it was, yeah, time to make a move and transitioned Okay. Across into real estate. So were you a fridgy or were you working? Yeah, okay. I was. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And your best mate who's in real estate, is he still in real estate? Yeah, that's Andrew Cooper from Abode okay. Real Estate. Oh, there you go. There yeah. you go. Did you ever, ever look back and regret it? Or been... No, not at all. No, I look back and smile every time I think about it. <laughs> that's good. That's good as long as you still smile. Yeah, no, I love it. So, um... Obviously, you moved from being a sole agent to opening your own agency fairly recently in the last yes. couple of years. Yep. So what was um, what, what made you want to make that move? Um, I think I probably felt I'd achieved what I wanted to achieve at that point in time where I was, and I, I just wanted some new challenges. Yep. So, how long, sorry to interrupt, how long had you been selling real estate at that point? Um, I would say probably around 12 years, okay. 13 years, I suppose. Yeah. So it was the, the, it was time for a new challenge yeah. and, and some new directions maybe of what I was wanting. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, the opportunity came up, you know, I've been approached by, by, by a few people, I suppose, and really loved the values that Harcourt's had and there was a really common synergy there. I was looking to set something up that, um, that the people that came to work for us felt really good about where they worked and were happy and, and could achieve the goals that they wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, having worked with so many good people in the industry, it was, you know, I thought oh, it would be nice to, you know, work with some of them yeah. in, in a place together. Yeah. So how did you go about attracting those people into the uh, Look, some of them, you know, we're, we're still very much in our early days. You know, we've been yeah. going for 14 months. So the first first 12 months or so has just been about learning the business, mm-hmm. you know, learning what we're doing rather than just going for rapid growth and, and just getting bums on seats for, for the sheer fact of having that. Yeah. Um, that was not the business model we went in with. You know, it was all about those that are working for us are, are successful and put the time into those people to be successful mm-hmm. and grow the agency from there and attract people from there. Yeah. I guess you're pretty lucky in that Harcourts is the biggest agency or networking in Australia and New Zealand? Yeah, one, yeah, one, one, yeah, of. one, one of, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, how's the support, you know, have they supported you in that strategy? Oh, they've been amazing. Like yeah. That changeover was just was seamless. They were, they were incredible with that. And then the ongoing, you know, it's a it's a, still a family-run business in a yeah. way, the way Harcourt's model operates, which is very similar to us. Yeah. So their, their morals and ethics and everything about them really stood in line with everything that, that I stand for mm-hmm. and that we want our business to be. Yeah. So, yeah, it was an easy change. That's 
good to, good to hear. How, how, what um, were some of the bigger challenges that you faced, I guess, moving from just being an agent and looking after yourself to being a licensee and having a whole business to run? Um, you know, like, it was the change from being an agent to licensee, which I don't even... Uh, you know, I don't put titles on myself, I suppose, like yeah. that, um, is, has been really easy, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, nothing's changed for me. I'm still pretty much carrying on my day-to-day business like I was before. Mm-hmm. Um, th- I think the secret is just surround yourself with really good people, yeah. and that really is no secret at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, any successful business or person, regardless of what industry they're in, has good people around them. You know, I'm so lucky to to have good people around me. And my wife, Lisa, is my business partner, but she has fantastic qualifications in, in business, so she takes care of all that business side of things. She's mm-hmm. way cleverer at that than me. And, you know, I have the most amazing PA in Paige who, who keeps me on track as well. Yeah. So. so what does your week look like? Juggling, well, it sounds like you're, you're mainly focused on sales. Yeah, so I'm I'm very much focused on sales. So, you know, the the li- the, li- the so-called licensee role has been been nice in a way because it gives you a little bit of a break from from the normal day to day. So, and that really is just more of a, a role of talking to staff and if they've got issues, working through it, or how can we grow the business? How can we get better at what we're doing? So, it's all good learning fun things to do mm-hmm. in the business. What's one of the biggest things you've learnt in the last 14 months? Oh, good question. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure with that one. Um, what we've learnt, like, I think just doing things right first off mm-hmm. so you don't have to go back and do them again. Mm-hmm. It's probably been, been the best lesson okay. in that. But, I mean, we were pretty much on track with all that before. So yeah. it's really just been what were we doing? Let's not change things too much. Let's just continue doing exactly what we're doing and then just make little changes along the way. Yeah. What are, what are some of the, I, I guess, the values that you were working with that you, you, want, you, know, you wanted to carry over when you started your own business you've built? Um, I suppose the values of just being genuine. Yeah. Just being who you are, being genuine. So not trying to be someone else or something else or, or watching what someone else is doing and trying to be that. Just being yourself and, and adapt your business around, around that. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about your farm area because you're an agent who has dominated your area for a really long time Um, and it is a really competitive sort after part of Perth. There's lots of agents come and go in there Um, and you've managed to keep keep your market share, I guess, while other other agents have come and gone. Um, What what do you put that down to? Um, I think... It's a, it's a tough one because it's probably something that other people could answer better than me, you know. Like, but for me, you know, I love what I do and I love the area that I work in. I, I suppose I, we live there. I grew up in that area. Mm-hmm. I know the area like the back of my hand. So, you know, I have, a, I have quite a connection with that local area. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's just about being myself mm-hmm. and being who I am. Um, trying not to be something that I'm not and people people get that people connect with that yeah. and, and I think people really that that's been that connection that just getting to know people getting to connect with people rather than going in there and being something or not or trying to be automated in in the way that you deliver something yeah. so it's just about being genuine yeah what is it that you love about real estate because you said before you look back and it you know the change puts a smile on yeah. your face and it really is coming across in Sure. You know what you're saying? So what is it about the job? It's just, for me, it just fit, it fits, fits my DNA perfectly. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love 
talking and, and meeting people and, and hearing other people's stories and spending time learning about them and, and what makes them tick and, and what their motivations for, for doing what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really just about people. You know, yeah. I love the people aspect of it. And that's really real estate is just quite simply it's all about people. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's all it is. How much attention are you paying to, um, particularly I guess now that you own your own business, um, the changes in technology and the change, you know, it is, a, it is a core business at heart, but there are a lot of disruptors and, and, and changes in terms of the way things operate. Is that something that you are kind of keeping an eye on? Do you think it's changing your game? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And But I've always been a bit of a, um, you know, bit of a techno person. You know, I've always always love the latest gadgets and things yeah. like that. So things like that I find interesting and I love researching all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, look, the industry's changing. Um, some things for the better, maybe some things not. But, you know, we've got to keep moving with the times. Yeah. Otherwise you'll get left behind. Yeah. So, yeah, I think technology's, technology's good. Don't see the bad side of it. Just work, work with it and see how you can make it work for you. Yeah. What are some of the things that you have... Not struggled with, but I guess those changes that you know, some things for the better, some things not. Um, yeah, you know, as far as the, the bad things, you yeah. mean? I mean, look, I'm trying to I mean, I suppose there's obviously when you look at the disruptors in the industry, and I think the thing that troubles you the most is the, I suppose, the advertising or marketing they might put out there and the spin that they put on it that mm-hmm. you know is just not right. Yeah. Um, that's probably probably one of the areas. And being, yeah, and you just wish that. You know the, the the marketplace had a true understanding of, of what they were getting for that. Yeah. But, I mean that's but that's our job then to go out there and and do our job and educate people and, yeah. and tell them why they should be going with us and, and not with that not with them. Is that something that you spend a lot of time doing at the moment, especially in this market, kind of justifying the fees and explaining the process to people? Um, I think if you go through your if at appraisal level you're going through and doing your appraisal you're probably not justifying you don't have to spend time justifying the fee because you should have been doing that already through yeah. through um, your presentation to the client yeah okay um, so I want to go back to your competition we mentioned before you're in a competitive yep, area sure. um, how much attention do you pay to your competition um, I pay I'm not one that focuses a lot on my competition and sits back and, and worries about my competition or if they move agencies or they, you know, they're doing something, you know, I, we, I keep an eye on, obviously you're watching what listings are coming and going in the area, so you're mm-hmm. seeing who's listing properties, who's not. Um, but I, it's not something that I focus heavily on. Yeah. You know, I sort of look after myself and, and worry that, that I'm doing things right mm-hmm. and making sure that I get everything right that I should be doing yeah. um, and the results will come from that. But I think focusing too much on competition is a little bit of a negative. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm watching what's happening out there now with other agents because I'm running an agency and, yeah. and there's, there's obviously an attraction there that you, you'd like to see some agents come over. So yeah. you're keeping an eye on what, what people are doing, but try not to drill down too much and, and focus on what they're actually doing. Is there, when you are keeping an eye on other agents, is there anyone you've heard that you think is doing things really well? Um, I think there's, a, like... Clearly, the REWA results will show who's doing things really well yeah. and, and who's not. And I think from there, you've just got to maybe spot out some some new people in the industry and see how they're going and what and what they're you know if they're picking up some some listings and getting some traction, then then you keep a bit of an eye 
on, on how, they're, how they're tracking. Mm-hmm. But the results speak for themselves. Yeah. So they come out every month and at the end of the year you can see them. They're as clear <laughs> as day. <laughs> Good day. Um, you mentioned attracting uh, uh, talent yeah. to business. What, um, I guess, what sets you apart when you, you know, when you are talking to agents and talking to them about your culture or, you know, what you can offer? Um, what is that that, you, that you're saying to them? I suppose it gets back to just we're talk, when I'm talking to agents and we're just starting that process now of really getting to that, like I said before, and it's just about people coming on board and learning what, what I'm doing and what others are doing within our business and finding out what makes that person tick. Everyone, the cookie-cutter model just doesn't work in real estate, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people who try and tell people they've got to do things a certain way and you should be doing this or this is the type of marketing you should be doing. And I'm not a true believer in that. I think everybody has different personalities and that's the great thing about, about the world is that we all have that. So you've got to find what makes that person tick, how they can be genuine to a client and how you can then add on and assist them in, in gaining the traction that they want in the marketplace. Yeah. So it's, for me, it's about just understanding and listening to people and saying and telling them that we're, we're there to help them and guide them through it. Yeah. Tell us about yourself and we'll, we'll make it work. Yeah, okay. Are you looking at, um, in, in this space where you are just starting to look at bringing people on, um, will it be, you know, rookies or early level agents are you looking to kind of coach and, and mentor or are you looking to bring on some more experience or it just depends? Just depends. And it really, who fits, who fits our business and who, who's going to work with it. We will really want a, a business that everyone gets along well with and everyone's on a, on a, on a similar path. Um, everyone will have different goals of what they want to achieve and I think that's, that's fine. There's some that will want to achieve super high and there are others that will be happy with another level. Yeah. Uh, as long as everyone's on the same page and working towards their own goal, then that's what you want. You want to walk into a place and everyone's happy to be there. Everyone's smiling, laughing um, and enjoying where they work. That's the most important thing. You don't want a a disruptor, like we said, working within the business. Fair enough. What do you you think is something that you're really good at in the business or as an agent or both? Just, I think it gets back to, it's, I'm pretty simple, you know, like yeah. it's just communicating with people. I love talking to people, having a chat. So it really just comes down to that. Yeah. And what motivates you? Just, is, it, is it just the people? Yeah, look, um, I'm not, I'm motivated by, you know, I love what I do. So I'm motivated by helping people, mm-hmm. you know, by by listing and selling properties and seeing people move on to what they want to move on to or helping them through some troubles that they might be having. Yeah. It's those sorts of things that get me up and get me motivated. Um, I'm not one that's motivated by the dollar sign as such. You know, that comes after, that comes with the results. Mm-hmm. How have you find, uh, how have you found, sorry, the, has there been a change in, um, I guess, the way your sellers are, their expectations of you in the last few years or, you know, um, as the market might be getting, I mean, we've been in a down market for a long time, yeah. but there are some people that are maybe going through some troubles um, obviously things, you know, they can research so much online now. Have you found um, that the expectation of you has changed from the seller side? Oh, definitely. Um, there's been some changes in the market with the market being down. Yeah. It's about being fairly direct and honest with people I'm finding. Yeah. Um, explain exactly where the market is at. Don't give them unreasonable expectations. Mm-hmm. Explain that you know there, there is a process that we can go to to try and 
get the best price for them. Um, and that will, that result will will come down the track, and we'll be able to discuss that when we get that price. But being really upfront with them at the very beginning about where the property probably sits in the marketplace, what they're looking to achieve, mm-hmm. and then how do we go about getting the best price for them? Yeah, are you finding people are receptive to that um, that honesty about price, or are people? I think know, so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. People, aware of yeah, they are. And, yeah. yeah, they can see where it's at and what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Do you prefer to list or sell? Uh, I, you said, I, personally, I get quite a buzz out of listing. Yeah. Um, selling is fantastic. You love getting that, that sale done. But, um, yeah, that, that phone call to say you've, you've, you've won the listing, that's yeah. a really good call to get. Yeah, beautiful. Um, what do you think makes a successful agent? Um, across, you know, across, I don't know, there's lots of successful agents. There are. Do you think there's one common... And everyone's different. Yeah. I think they all love what they do. Yeah. They all work extremely hard mm-hmm. at what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for the best part, they're all genuine as far yeah. as who they are as people. And yeah. you've met quite a few of them now. You've probably, you've probably <laughs> felt that. You could, probably, you, you could probably answer yeah. that question really well for me. I think people work really hard, yeah. you know, across the board. Yeah. So that seems to be the, the common denominator is it's not an easy job from what it's I can not. see. No, no, it's not the. No, it's not the job where you work a Saturday and you know have the week off and you know work your own hours. That that's just all all a myth in the industry. Yeah, yeah. It is if you want to be successful. That's right. I think. um, Do you think with the you know how much more social media is a part of people's lives and people are getting a bit more of an insight into maybe what you guys do? Do you think it's appreciated more? How difficult it is? Don't know. The social media aspects are. That could be a whole different podcast, couldn't it? <laughs> like, it, it has its pros and cons. Absolutely. If you spend too much time focusing on social media, you're not doing what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, do people really care about who you are and what you are through social media? I don't think they do at all. They, wanna, they want someone who comes to their house who's, who's really genuine, it's easy to communicate with and tells mm-hmm. them exactly what they want to hear. You know, so they don't want, you've just got to be so careful. They don't want to see someone pretending to be the, you know, the next up-and-coming TV star or movie star or rock star or whatever they want to be through social media. Mm-hmm. So I think with social media, it's, it's very important to portray your true self. Yeah. Not who you're not, who you're not or who you think you should be. Yeah. Because it'll stick out a mile when you when you actually go to meet them face to face. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you're not genuine online then and they have done a little bit of research beforehand, they're going yeah. to go straight away. exactly. So how do you um, implement social media into your business? I know... Um, very sporadically. <laughs> <laughs> if I've got a minute, I might put something up. Um, Is it personally? I do use it personally, but, you know, it's not consistent. Yeah. And you can see that on the timeline. Yeah. So there'll be, there'll be days where there's nothing and then there'll, there'll be days where there's quite a bit. So it just depends what's going on, really. Yeah, OK. Well, maybe we can have a chat about Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, the last thing I wanted to ask you, as someone who's had such a long and successful career and still obviously has such a passion for what you do, is any yeah. advice that you would have for someone who is getting started out or is going through a tough patch? Yeah, look, I think... It's a common question in the industry, that one, isn't yeah. it? You know, so for me, it gets back to everything I said before about being, being yourself, being genuine, being who you are, and then working out a business plan around that. Maybe 
there's a there's a I think people in in Perth and away always want to be that lead agent straight mm-hmm. off and they want to hit the ground running which I get I, I understand that but I think with the way that technology technology has changed and the way the industry has changed it's not a bad thing to go work for someone for a year or two and learn the ropes yeah, of a good agent um, yeah. so I think you know just just learning from others and, and aligning yourself with someone that who's going to take you for what you are mm-hmm. and, and help you grow as the person you are, not sort of pretending to be something that you're not. Yeah. Do you have a coach? You um, work, have you worked with a coach in the past? I have. Yeah, I've done a couple of coaching things and obviously you've, there's, you know, the thing with real estate, there's so many different videos, podcasts, yeah. um, daily emails, and sometimes that can be a little bit too much yeah because yeah. You, you're seeing people chop and change all the time down different paths because of what they're watching or what they're seeing is, is you know they interview really successful agents but that might not be how that person is going to be or how that person can operate so yeah. you need to work out what's going to make you tick and what's going to work for you yeah in terms of the um i guess the work ethic and that the hard work that's required um you know, I think some people are natural workhorses and they do a lot of work and then some people do need yep. maybe someone to help them stay accountable. Do yep. you, would you say that? Especially in real estate where it is, uh, you are on your, kind of on your own. Yeah. Is that I, something that... Oh, definitely. I think we all need someone to keep us accountable. Yeah. Regardless of who you are and what you are. And for some people, it's, it's about regular catch-ups and regular meets so they might want to want to talk on a weekly basis or mm-hmm. or or have an open phone line all the time that they can speak to there's other people where it's, it might be once a month that they just want it that they just need a check-in yeah. and i think we all need that just to make sure that we're, we're on the right path and set some goals and make sure that you're you're working towards them mm-hmm. and my wife does wow. a very good job of that <laughs> and and like even the people around me in in the office do do a good job of that and yeah. you know i'm 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 my biggest critic as well so i'm i'm very harsh on myself so i'm mm-hmm. always watching what i'm doing and seeing if i can do things better yeah, yeah. beautiful what um what's one of the biggest things that you kind of i guess are harsh on yourself about is there anything that's constantly cropping up that you're like come on matt oh or is it just a little little bits and pieces here uh, and there? just yeah, maybe phone calls or just little little things like that, you know. And probably more, you know, you get more critical if 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 you lose a listing or something like that. You'll yeah. go back and critique yourself and say, "What did I do wrong? What could have I done better?" Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's it from me. Great. <laughs> it wasn't too painful, I hope. No, it was good. I know I'm a little bit wary about coming in, so I do appreciate your time. Um, and I'm sure people get a lot out of it, so thank you very much. No worries. And all the best for 2019. Thank you. Thanks, Jess. That's it for this episode. We'd love any feedback or guest suggestions, so hit me up on Instagram on Jess at Crib. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to tell a friend.